Hello and welcome to the Style Stories podcast with me, your host, personal stylist, Lisa Gilby. This is a podcast that talks about style, image and fashion, shopping tips and tips on how to find your personal style. This week's a bit of a different episode. Once a month, I try to get together with fellow stylists, Sally from Queen Bee Styling and Sarah from Sartoria Lab. They live locally to me here in South London. And we just discuss everything that's going on around us. So obviously it's the beginning of autumn now. So a big part of what we chat about today is autumn trends. What are we going to be buying? It's also secondhand September as well. So I'm discussing whether we do secondhand shopping. And another interesting topic that came up was how it's really confusing sometimes to follow people on Instagram and it can really cloud your judgment because if you just follow one kind of influencer, you can get even more confused with your style. It's brilliant for inspiration, but it can also be confusing. So lots discussed in today's episode. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome back, ladies, to the monthly mashup on the new series of the Style Stories podcast. How are you both doing? Well, thank you. Good. Good. I've got hello. I've got Sarah from Sartoria Lab and Sally from Queen Bee Styling, who have been on this podcast a few times now. I think last time they came on, we were chatting, and I think Sally had the gas man round, and I think uh, <laughs> Sarah had to go deliveries. Sarah had deliveries. It was really, really unprofessional of both of them, I have to say. I was like, I, I, I was wondering whether to have them back on, and I thought, yeah. <laughs> I'm always just got re- watching this and thinks it's a bit dodgy that they had the gas man round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sally's got the gas man round. Um, I've actually got, I'm recording this in a different setting for anyone watching on YouTube. So normally I'm in my office. My husband's upstairs working from home. I'm downstairs in the lounge. I've got a new kitten, she's called Luna, and she's literally at my feet, snuffling around and playing with my shoelaces and stuff, so you might be able to hear, uh, you might be able to hear her, she's actually under some cardboard at the moment, playing around to my feet, so we'll see how that goes, but how, what's been happening with you guys, looking forward to pumpkin lattes, or are you like sad that summer is over? I'm a bit sad, actually, I have to say. I haven't quite got my head around the whole autumn thing, but it was really nice to have that little last-minute heat wave, wasn't it? It's just I wasn't ready to give up summer because I went on holiday really early in the season, so I went in, like, June. So And then it was just like, rain, 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 rain. I was like, oh, "Oh my God, is that it? I'm not ready for winter. So, yeah, it was really nice to have that little heat wave at the end, wasn't it? Yeah, boost of sunshine what about you Sally you do you like autumn are you kind of clinging I'm definitely, a spring, I'm definitely a spring girl that's my favorite season but I, I do like the change I have to say I don't I like the I like but I get bored of like summer stuff so actually not that we've actually had that much chance to wear it but I do like sort of looking at new stuff when it comes in the shop so yeah so it's, I'm a bit sad I'm always personally sad because I prefer summer but I do like to have a look at the new things when they come in. I just hate wearing proper shoes. I think I could wear like that whole yeah. switch into like closed in shoes feels so restrictive. But once I'm there, I'm fine. But yeah. Well, it's going to be a bit of a, a split podcast today because it is secondhand September. So we're going to be talking about that. But also at the, in the, we're going to also be talking about what to get new for autumn. Mm-hmm. So it's like a complete contrast 
of, you know, we should be wearing secondhand and reusing our clothes. But what we're all going to buy new, we're going to we're going to cover that as well. But secondhand September. So that promotes donating, reusing, rewearing, restyling your clothes. Are you good at that? Do you do that? Do you shop secondhand? Not every, not head to toe. So I will pop into charity shops sort of every now and get. Well, I've, fairly often, but I don't always buy. I'm not one of those like thrift from head to toe. But occasionally, I'll because I go in a lot, I'll have a find and you know be quite happy with it. But um, yeah, so I think I think for me and and like also my clients, I think it it mixes in with it has to mix in the rest of your wardrobe I couldn't be sort of head to toe and in thrift I don't think I'd carry that off I have to mix something that's all secondhand in with with things that are new do you do secondhand Sarah so um probably for the first time in my life no so my mum used to have a secondhand clothes shop um don't know I might have told you that before don't know so basically grew up with yes. clothes and used to buy stuff from her shop and then go through my wardrobe. If I wanted something new and I didn't have the money, I'd go through my wardrobe and go, oh, mom, can you sell this for me? And then I'd get some of the money to buy something new. Always went to charity shops, customised stuff because it was so cool. And it was, I remember buying this absolutely brilliant coat, like a men's coat, actually, really long. Probably be right in style now for £20 in a charity shop in Brighton. And I absolutely loved it. I wore like a massive brooch on it because it was the 80s and it was so cool. And I wore it in my DMs and I loved it. And so, yeah, so I've done that all, all, yeah, all my life, really. I remember like a biker jacket in the 90s that I got from Portobello Market. Used to use loads in shoots. Um, And now I don't, basically because I'm too lazy and I cannot be bothered to go and trawl around and maybe Mm. find something and maybe not and you sort of have to do it as a hobby and my sister does it all the time buys everything secondhand pretty much I've got a friend who loves going to charity shops but yeah personally I'm just too lazy now to do it although I quite like I did do some of it when I was doing um Lindy Hop dancing so um a lot of that is vintage stuff and it's dressing like 1940s 50s kind of style so I used to them but yeah I'm not doing that anymore so yeah, not I'm, I can't be bothered. I, I know that's terrible. Look, this sounds bad. I do, I do, I did get a nice dress only a couple of weeks ago, actually, in my local charity shop, which is originally from ASOS, but it's this sort of yellow fitted dress with black flowers. It's really, really lovely. And it did feel like a win for me, like, because when it was £15. And I, was I think like, I saw that on Instagram. It looked amazing on you. It's really, really lovely. I love it. But most yeah. of the time, I'm too busy. Like, for example, even TK Maxx, which isn't... I mean, that is... They're selling sort of seconds, aren't they, and stuff like that, I think. Yeah. And they used to sell well, designer of, brands. It's end of season, so it's not... It, I mean, yeah. it look, most of it's new, as far as I'm aware. Like, yeah, yes, yeah, it is. But, um, it's all end of line, so things that they, you know, either out of season or haven't got time to sell in the shops they want to get rid of the stock well maybe just before them i heard they have actually i heard that the tk maxx have stuff made especially for them and it has never been like in the shops previous in previous it's it's definitely a mixture i would say Mm. they definitely do buy having known sort of some of the buyers they definitely do buy end of lines end of line be surprised if they don't make their own because they'll probably make more margin on their own buys and then sort of fit it in. A lot of retailers do that, sort of get sale, bring stuff in for sales that's actually 
not really worth it and just sell it as a sale buy. Well, the second-hand clothing market is absolutely booming. It's one of the fastest clothing markets, um, part of the clothing world, you know, fashion world that's growing so, so fast. It's booming every year. It's just growing and growing. I know the kids do a lot of debop. Um, yeah. I don't. Vinted, uh, I did try. Yeah. I tried a bit of vintage. Yeah. didn't work for me. Yeah. Couldn't sell selling. Selling, selling. Just... yeah. Yeah, that's what I, I, my conclusion is that our generation, I think we all 50s now, like in our Yeah, I'm 50. Yeah, so I think we're, our generation is better at selling and than it is at actually buying stuff. Mm, I always sell in, on eBay. I, I feel like the whole sort of thrifting thing is can be a bit elitist in a way like a lot of people wear it like a badge of honor don't they if you look, look yeah. at instagram like all oh, this old thing you know and i think yeah. actually like you were saying it takes a lot of time and most people don't have that time and i don't think they should feel pressurized because of it but i think if you go in and you find right. something like you did brilliant and it works for your wardrobe that's great but i don't feel like you should put yourself under pressure because it oh. is hard to find something that's really great I was going to say, God, please don't get us in a position where you're, because you're starting to be shamed for everything in life now, aren't you? Like you get shamed for drinking alcohol practically now. Like everyone's all sober curious or sober. You're going to get shamed for having new clothes next. Sober curious? Yeah, it's a big movement. It is is sober curious. I'm just curious about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I like watching other people do it. I don't. I, whilst drinking my wine <laughs> I've got a client actually who shops on eBay and gets a lot of secondhand stuff and he does it brilliantly but he knows a couple of brands that really suit him and he knows his size and he's very got a very distinctive personal style and so I think he sets up a search and then it kind of just alerts him when stuff comes onto eBay um, and he gets loads of stuff. He's always sending me pictures of like, oh, look, what are my latest finds? Um, amazing. Yeah, really good, actually. Yeah. I'll tell so you I something. When I, I think when I, would, when I would do it would be something like a Nina Bing, right? The brand mm. Nina Bing. I do look on eBay all the time for that because I can't afford to buy that new. You know, my clients can. I can't. Um, I basically, I, I, and also, I, you know, spending £450 on a, coat for me is a lot like I'd struggle with that so if, if I get it for an Anina Bing for 200 pounds on eBay that feels like a win for me so that that's when I would would do it so I would buy pre-loved on there I was going to say Zara I've had a alert on my phone today Zara have launched pre-owned have you seen that oh really I yeah. haven't seen it. I, I saw it for someone else and I can't remember who it is someone else that hadn't um yeah, I hadn't known before. Like, I know Selfridges has had a section of pre-owned stuff, haven't they? But I saw yeah. some. Zara, just Zara clothes, I presume. Yeah. I haven't really massively looked into it. I mean, now we've talked about second-hand clothes. Let's talk about what you're buying for the new season. New. Have you bought anything yet? Have you got your eye on anything? What are the trends? Quite looking forward to wearing midi skirts with long boots this this season I feel like I mean and also wide leg trousers I um yeah I feel I think there are sort of I think though those the separates feel feel to me like the biggest trends that will come in through and I I I like that I like that whole sort of mixing up so I think 
that will continue. But I don't I don't go out and buy like a whole new wardrobe every season. I'll just sort of add bits and pieces to it. So but I'm feeling like last at the end of the summer I bought myself a pair of long boots in the sale. So um I don't think when you suddenly switch to long boots you have to sort of change your wardrobe like because so now I've got a few sort of midi skirts so I'll probably if oh, I come yeah. across a nice midi skirt had an add another one in that I can wear with sort of my other my coats and that that I've got so that's what I'm sort of feeling and and I feel like I want to brighten up my wardrobe so I've, I feel like I've been quite sensible recently and bought you know black trousers blue and white striped shirt and a you know, white t-shirt. Now I want to throw in a bit more colour. I love a midi skirt with a pair of boots. I'll tell you what, ladies, did you notice that last winter I was so bored with the feeds on Instagram. Everyone was wearing just black, white, stripy yeah. jumpers. It got really bored. It was like a post-COVID thing. It was, I don't know what it was. It was like maybe the, the shops you've said before Sally on the podcast like the buyers didn't know what people wanted because we hadn't been out and about and so everything was very very classic which just isn't my vibe at all yeah. so I think I'm with you I want more color I want some excitement and we'll yeah. talk about London Fashion Week in a second but Sarah, Sarah what have you have you um bought anything yet have you got your so no on? I haven't bought anything for myself well so actually I did buy a couple of coats last um season which I haven't worn yet. So I'm looking forward to wearing them. And one of them, I um, try, you know, when you try something, you're like, my God, that's so me. I really want it. It was really expensive. Yeah. And then I found it in the sale. Um, so I am looking forward to wearing that because it's quite long and it's got like a big collar and you can button a bit off and I love it. Um, so I'm looking forward to wearing that. I would adore to find some boots, but I literally, every single year, I look for boots and sometimes I buy some and they don't really work out or they're not comfortable. So, um, so we've discussed this, Sally, before, about your um, cankles, I think you call them, and your chunky, it's chunky ankles. It's like, like, yeah, I mean, so my ankles are necessarily that big in comparison to my big calves. They're probably about that wide each, so I have to get... <laughs> so I've got really skinny calves and massive feet. So finding boots is like an utter, utter nightmare. And I think I've just got difficult feet as well, so nothing's ever comfortable. So if I can find some boots, I'd be mega happy but I'm not holding my breath because it probably won't happen for another season um but I quite like to I quite like to get into that more into that 70s trend because I do really like that look actually I and do. high waisted and flares and stuff I do feel like you need to wear heels with the flares though or a bit of a heel I think you do yeah like just a little bit of a heel but I do yeah. I still love that 70s I actually really like autumn winter fashion a lot more than summer yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's better. You've got your jackets, you've got your coat, your long boots, your midi skirts. You know, let's just hope this year it's not as boring as it was last year. Going back to what you were saying, I, I think um, I actually spoke to um, somebody who said they'd stopped um, fo stopped following Instagram because it was really influencing how they were dressing too much. They weren't dressing like themselves. And I think you can yeah. have that information overload. And I think when you go on Instagram and you see all these people like in beige trousers and, you know, striped shirts and it becomes so homogenized and you, it can't help but influence you if that's all you're looking at. So yeah. I feel like sometimes you have to step away from it and just remember what you like, like what your passion is. And I think we've all talked about that before. Like, you know, I think the first step we all take with our clients is getting them to really understand their own true style. And I think, 
like you have to cut out all the noise and you know I have to do it as well and just say no like I'm not going to buy a pair of beige trousers I'm actually going to buy something yeah. a little bit more yeah. exciting and interesting so um yeah I think it's a it's a good point yeah that's an excellent point yeah you can you can just get exactly it's homogenized and then I think you start to feel like that should thing creeps in really grabs hold of you okay everyone on Instagram's wearing a striped top and some beige trousers so you feel like you should and if you wear anything else you're not suddenly not fashionable but it isn't about that no it's about that's a really really good point it's about finding your you know your style being brave enough to wear that I mean, I'm just I'll quickly run through the trends that I've that I've seen so far I just went to that presentation thing and I saw these these are the trends I were talking about leather so leather yeah. coats leather Alexa Chung was on Instagram today with her sort of long leather kind of blazer um gray coats long full-length gray coats are really really huge the colors of the season are red and chocolate brown Mm. um I like both of those I'm happy yeah, I do. those red and chocolate brown big baggy jeans that's you know that's what I'm going to be wearing this season is I've I'm seen your really, are you are you buying a new pair or you your me and m ones are lovely I love my me and m flares because they're really flared but I've, I'm actually into just I'm going to get some really kind of big baggy ones as well um I mean it is kind of what the kids are wearing but I'm gonna make it a bit more grown up yeah. with a blazer um, everyone's wearing the big baggy jeans. Gold and silver's huge. So gold and silver yeah. metallics in bags and in boots as well. That's a massive trend. Patent yeah. back to, you know, Mary Jane's obviously they're everywhere. I think yeah. I saw a post only you did about them being quite marmite. Did you see? Yeah. Well, it wasn't the Mary Jane's. It was the it was the mesh shoes. So oh yeah, I, that's the see through ones. My point was that yeah, the see through mesh shoes. I just think what is the point like really I mean it's fine if you're a fashionista but who's going to wear them on the commute to the, you know to running through the train station they're just they're literally just a sole with a piece of mesh over them and they're like 300 pounds so I, my for me that's just a bit emperor's new clothes like I just think they're just pointless really because they're not functional for me I mean like your wardrobe has to be functional as well I mean that's fashionista territory that isn't it yeah Massive definitely so, yeah but I like the Mary Janes although I did get a controversial comment on the LinkedIn post because I put it? three decent shoe brands uh well I put three shoe brands and I'm always careful to do across the price point so I did Mango at 50 pounds yeah um, Hobbs who are a decent shoe brand and um Ayade who I'm probably not saying yeah. properly um as a high-end shoe brand which are again are a shoe brand and somebody said oh they're all flimsy and they're all far too expensive I was like Ooh. <laughs> yeah you haven't it read it isn't expensive you haven't read it properly pipe yeah. down just scroll yeah. on I, I put put my red trousers on there the other day did you see that guy just put I never have liked red <laughs> I didn't see that <laughs> rude oh, yeah, it's just why don't you keep your comments to yourself? Yeah, like, scroll if they're, past. If they're not positive, like yeah, I suppose it's everyone's entitled to their opinion. But um, anyway, yeah, I do, I do like Mary Jane's, although I do have big fat feet. To go with big fat calves, Sally. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> this, could, this could be a foot and leg sort of podcast, couldn't it? 
yeah. I do. Yeah. I have wide feet, so I have to be careful with flats. I have to like, spend about five years breaking them in before I can wear them. Boots See, and trainers I'm fine with. Yeah, boots and trainers are fine, but flats, they're actually not that good. I'm sure they're not that good for you. I think you need some, because if they're really flat, it's like your spine. If you if we're walking around all day. Yeah. I think a little bit of a heel is good. And I think the, the shoes do need to be well constructed because I think you can look at the ballet flats and they literally are just like a piece of material stuck on a sole. You need ones that have got like the stitching and that have got a proper sort of last and everything. Otherwise, they're just not good for you at all. And ideally, a, a small heel. What do you guys think of baggy jeans? Are you going to be wearing those? Yeah. I bought a pair last year from Zara, actually, and I, lo I love them. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, I might, I've got a pair of palazzos as, like, really wide flares. Lovely. Which I love wearing as well. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, you put your flares, you put your flares on Instagram the other day, and Sally, we're in London, she called them Lionels, which is Cockney rhyming slang for flares. <laughs> Lionel <laughs> flares. Lionel Blair was there. For anyone listening who's younger than us or outside the country, he was a very well-loved entertainer, wasn't he, back in the day when we were kids? Yeah. I wondered how many people. I'm surprised nobody commented on that. No, yeah. Only Lisa. <laughs> We've always called them Lionels, and I just thought, oh, crikey, once I put it out there, I thought, I hope they don't think it's messy. <laughs> Lionel messy, yeah, exactly. No, I, I love Lionels. I really love my Lionel Blairs. I love them. I'm going to I be... Like my yes. And snakeskin boots is the other one. Ooh, so yeah, that's yeah, as well. Snakeskin yeah. boots. I have quick, just to say quickly what I've bought before we go into the style personalities and the other stuff we're going to chat about today is, no, not style personality, showing personality at work, in the workplace. And now I've forgotten what I was going to say. I've completely forgotten. What, what you were going to buy. What, you what I'm going to buy. Right. Stay on script. Um... So, listening to Lisa. The baggy jeans. Thank you for listening. The baggy jeans, and I've just bought this amazing. This is a bit of an investment, right? But it's um, it's a suede, like brown, sort of buttery soft, kind of chocolate brown suede blazer from Mango. Two hundred and fifty quid, though. It's quite a lot for a, bla for a blazer. That's really good. You think if that's good? That's pretty good value yeah. for a for a all leather blazer, I have to say. It's really, it look, I mean, it, it's really nice. I'm going to put it with jeans. It will go with my slip skirts and my slip dresses that I love wearing. And it's that sort of in-between kind of jacket. So I don't want to wear my puffer now or my coat. Yeah. You know? And I don't always, blazers aren't really my thing. I know they're massively on trend and I do wear them sometimes. But it, that is an example of, you know, that isn't my style personality. It's just too formal. Even, you know, I do quite like it with a pair of scruffy jeans, a blazer. But I would rather, I'm more of a suede blazer girl, I think. Oh, lovely, yeah. There's a yeah. lot of suede blazers, isn't there? It's sort of very early 90s, isn't it? Yes, it is very early 90s. And I did also order a big package from um, Stella Nova. Do you know Stella Nova, the, the Danish brand? A really wide leg pair of blue checked trousers. A dress and one other thing, and it's been stolen. The package because <gasps> I know it's really bad. Like they, I just got an email yesterday saying your package has been delivered. No, oh, it's not no. there. What they could do, you know, what they there's a name for them. People that just come and steal your package. Yes, I think that's what's happened. I think it's been taken off the doorstep. Um, I've checked all the neighbours. 
so I've emailed them so hopefully I'm not liable for that I don't know why do they leave it on the doorstep like that though sorting out right move moving on moving on to the task in hand which is I had a client say to me this week that she feels in her power in when she's in the right clothes at work but she's very high up in banking so obviously it's a very serious environment but they still are allowed to wear quite smart casual clothes but she wants to show some personality at work but still be taken seriously and look professional and I was wondering if you guys have some tips on how to do, how to go about that. Now, Sarah is a specialist men's stylist, but also works with women as well. But I, I just wanted to um, put that out there and say, you know, how would you say to someone, what would you tell them to get to do to, to show this personality at work and still look professional and have gravitas? Who wants to go first? Funny <laughs> enough, I've just written um, a blog on how to bring personality to an interview so um yeah and so i think it, this is the same really applies to just general everyday work dress i would say I, I mean i think you depending on how conservative your dress code is so let's just say it is quite conservative so you know maybe you're in law or underwriting or I, I, even then i still think you can do it with accessories so even if it's just a subtle mm -hmm. color earring that is something that really suits you that will still lift your face and then obviously you can sort of graduate through the scales of i think color is a good one bringing in colors that you like and then and again like if you like wearing pinks you could mix those with neutrals to kind of soften them down if that makes it more appropriate for work so i think it's just bringing in those little pieces that you love that then has an effect on your mood so be it color be it accessories be it you know a handbag or shoes and then just making sure that you have those pieces and it's almost like what we were saying before about not being too staid and not being too like conservative you know just try and be bold in in the best way you can depending on you know what scale of the conservative scale your dress code is that would be my advice I love that because just those, the devil is in the detail, isn't it? And I just think by adding those things that I think jewellery is one of the most personal things. I, you know, I don't really choose jewellery for my clients because it is too personal. I just think it's real. It really showcases who you are. You know, it can do. And, you know, adding a chunky necklace will just give you a bit of edge, or, you know, and also colour as well. I mean, colour, if you get the right colour on, People are scared of wearing colour in serious offices. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be, like, really, really bright, does it? You could wear a lovely teal with navy and or even, like, bottle green. So I think people feel like they're going to look like Timmy Mallet, but actually, you know, you can do it. <laughs> you can like Rod Dane and Freddie at work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not really the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah with yellow dungarees just like take yeah exactly it. like you know like a children's tv presenter but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um what about you sarah do you have any um tips so, maybe? i think it's yeah i mean i think similar things to what sally was saying but obviously for guys it's just got to be a much more subtle so they're not going to wear loads of jewellery, um, although some, I've bought a couple of necklaces with guys, but that's sort of for more casual wear. So I think it can be colour, but with guys, you know, again, it's it's got to be generally like 
sort of dark colours, so maybe like bottle green or burgundy. Like I did go through a phase of buying, not that recently, but buying like really dark green blazers and um, uh, also um, or ones with like a little bit of check-ins. They might have like a little bit of burgundy or something in, but not like a bright burgundy, sort of a very deep one. So you have to kind of almost look quite closely, almost going towards brown. So, yeah, subtle details like that. Sometimes with guys, I think it's um, a bit about adding a bit of texture as well, rather than, um, you know, full-on pattern or anything. Maybe a little bit of pattern, but you've got to be really subtle about it. Um, belts and things, I think, add a bit of personality rather than jewellery. So those woven belts are quite often buy with people, so they just add a little touch of something. What about, um, what about comedy socks? Is that really comedy nice? socks? Any comedy socks? Can you do it, that? What do you mean, like with Snoopy on them or something? Yeah, like with like Bart Simpson on them and stuff. <laughs> no, Lisa, no. <laughs> Just say no to comedy socks. Um, no, I, I think it um, matches their tie, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crazy, exactly. wacky tie. Oh, I'm really mad like that. No, no so I was going to say socks, but I thought everyone is going to translate that as really bright. So socks, so the socks that I like are the London Sock Company do some, which are like a sort of, they do like a herringbone and a really small kind of check, which is really nice. So they have nice ones, but they're really subtle. They're not like the happy socks, kind of which are quite garish and very casual. So they have nice ones, which are a bit more formal. Pantherella and oh, Falk. Also. Oh, not, who's it? I'm going to cut that bit out. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking about socks and like you shouldn't like be a like, you know, comedian with your socks, but you can add a bit of because that's a bit like it's a bit sort of 80s dad, isn't it? Yeah, so, no, yeah. I would say no to comedy socks and um, I would go for the more subtle ones. So like the London Sock Company have uh, really subtle ones with like small checks or herringbones. Falcon Pantherella do these shadow stripe ones. So it's one colour with like a very sort of um, a, like a ribbed sock with like a very a lighter colour in between. So it's kind of subtle, but it's sort of a bit different. Or maybe like a burgundy with like a tiny spot or something. So that sort of thing, I think, with socks. Um, or it's lovely ideas there because it's just like well what we're all saying is you know paying attention to detail just playing on your wardrobe basic core but just using color to set yourself aside add some personality use some accessories use some socks but you know that you could wear if you're a guy you can wear like you say a deep burgundy jacket instead of just the gray or the black that everyone always yeah. wears so just yeah. Yeah switch it up a bit paying attention to detail you know if you could wear everything quite like navy tailored trousers navy silk blouse and then make maybe a pair of snakeskin ankle boots yeah and some gold jewelry and then you've got a lovely outfit that that shows a bit of personality but it was going to take me into the guardian article that sally uh, sent us before we started recording which um there's a big movement of men now buying women's wear um, and the Guardian wrote this article about it because they find that they just like the variety. And we've moved, we've really moved into a good place, I think, with menswear. It used to be very much, I mean, when I was young, when I was, you know, in my prime, all the boys would just wear jeans and a shirt and a T-shirt and that's it. You look back in time and you look back at, you know, the 60s, 70s and men dressed brilliantly. I mean, they had their, you know, they had like a scarf around their neck. They had maybe a, a nice big, you know, frilly collar 
all sorts of really cool kind of quirks and twists and style. Everything was quite styled up. And then it went really straight for years and years and years. And I think now it's changing. Harry Styles is a massive pioneer, his stylist. Now, if you'd said, you know, a few years ago to me, like a, a guy, I probably wouldn't have found that very appealing, to be honest. But now I'm just like, I think it's, I think it's brilliant. What do you think? Men dressing in women's clothes, like, you know, not as in a drag way, but like buying, just sort of venturing into our world a bit more in that way. I haven't had any client. Well, no, I've got one client actually who buys, does buy women's jeans because he's got um, some stuff from his dad from the 70s. So he'll wear like 70s suits and stuff. And he furs the fit of, he liked these sort of boot part and flared jeans, even like a few years ago, probably before they were fashionable again. Um, He was buying, uh, he was probably buying on eBay actually as well, some of the vintage kind of Levi's, but the women's style jeans but apart from that yeah I I haven't got clients but I think you've got to be quite confident to have that sort of quite a flamboyant look and to wear um women's wear the thing that I disagree with in that article though is that women's wear is better quality because I think men's wear is better quality usually and it cheaper, is usually I've, I've just had a random vision of my husband in a, in a pair of flares and like a frilly shirt and it's just hilarious yeah that's the thing I mean I was thinking wearing like a women's wear version of something I just can't quite picture who I think you've got to have a sort of certain sense of um a very confident sense of your own style to do that I think it's massively generational as well can you imagine yeah and also where you where you live too where I can't imagine it in like someone in their 50s I mean, I can't, I'm going to have to be careful what I say now. I was going to no, say, Texas, rang into your head. No offence to anyone from Texas. I'm sure there's lots of stylish people there. But I'm just thinking, like, you know, more sort of straight-laced environments. Yeah, yeah sort of if you – in London, it would be fine. In the suburbs, people yes. would probably question yeah. I mean, I, I do, I agree with you. I think a lot of it's come from that sort of Harry Styles aesthetic. And I, I can definitely see the younger generation, you know, I've got teens and I see how the boys uh, dressed and they, they, you know, they're tiny. And, you know, I would imagine that some of the fits of women's wear does fit them better. I mean, they were talking more about sort of jeans and a, you know, a vest top. And I can definitely see that. I mean, for me, I actually, for the other reason, I like some men's wear stuff because I think the cashmere jumpers and you know jumpers in Uniglo I actually think I prefer the fit mm. of them because they're a bit more roomier they feel a bit more contemporary than um than the women's wear so I think it works from the other end for for all markets but I, I think yeah I can't see my husband sort of dressing in sort of that sort of get up yeah I mean I do have male clients but I, I wouldn't say it applies to any of them at the moment but you never know I think it's great though I mean I think you know I think it's all all power to the people that can sort of pick up things in both genders I think that's great yeah it's all it's it, you know it's all sort of being gender neutral there's gonna be a lot more of that isn't there um and it's going to change the whole face of the high street because things have so many things have shut down I mean you go to so many you know, provincial, out-of-town places and everything's closed. So, you know, things are shifting, how we shop, what we want, the second-hand market and all of that. But at the end of the day, it always comes down to wearing 
what make what feels like you that's it um I mean I love what you said earlier Sally about not being too influenced by what they're all wearing on on Instagram I actually found I find one person that I like and then I become a bit obsessed with them (laughs) and just watch one person because I find it really overwhelming so I'm going to recommend Caroline's style hacks on here because I love her she's up in Edinburgh yeah everything she wears I love every outfit I'm like I I I want that I love and bloom and bloom and bloom right okay that's I think she's I I love what she says about aging and women in their 50s and um and I love her style as well I mean it's really really simple as well I mean it is more it is a pared down aesthetic but she doesn't have like a huge wardrobe and she doesn't do lots of different things she's very much true to her own style and it is just you know a pair of trousers and a t-shirt I like that kind of you know unfussiness not not necessarily plain but I you know having sort of lots of bits and pieces on to make an outfit I feel like you know that to me that just is just a bit too much time I just need you know to be able to put a basic outfit on and that do the work an easy answer basically an easy answer every day that's what I want I want to you know I don't have time to to faff about too much and all of that I was just going to quickly ask you Sarah if if guys are wearing suits back at the office I keep hearing that everyone's gone really formal people want to dress up more now after Covid Um, I I do I feel like I do yeah yeah I feel like it's coming back to that isn't it I haven't been shopping with guys for suits for work but I have been shopping with them for suits for weddings and or just going out actually in general so but not for work so I think, I mean, mainly, I guess a lot of my clients work in a slightly more casual environment, but I don't think they are. I mean, maybe for interviews and if they're looking for a new job, yes, then they would wear a suit, but not, or if they're wearing a suit, I don't think they're wearing a tie though. So few people wearing ties. So the only thing I've bought suits and ties for is weddings, really. And okay. some, yeah, I have bought so like some linen suits for going out and parties. And I bought um, a suit the other day for a party a guy was going to. Um, so, yeah, but n- not for work. No, it's more. Do, still- at least though, we've largely moved away from that ass leisure thing. Like everyone just going yeah. to work in a hoodie and jogging bottoms. Thank God. It's just yeah. nice when everyone's dressed up and it just makes you feel good talking of dressing up I've been looking at it's London Fashion Week this week as we're we're recording this podcast I've been seeing a lot of posts about London Fashion Week is like no other fashion week because of the way the British approach it which is we're pretty quirky you know I love that I think it's a lot more acceptable uh, in this country you know that the French dress everyone obviously admires the French but they're they're pretty conservative I think there's lots of you know not all of them of course but you know I just love watching all of that have you seen anything have you been watching any of London Fashion Week yet you haven't uh, seen tell me I've seen some of the reports JW Anderson got a massively good write-up so, okay um, and I sort of admire looking at them but couldn't ever imagine sort of wearing some of their pieces there's like a blue dress with like you know, just bits of fabric that kind of went there with your belly hanging out. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's really cleverly done and I'm sure it would filter down to being a bit more wearable, but um, as most of these things are. But it's Burberry today, isn't it? It's everywhere. 
apparently Burberry's taken over Bond Street and just changed the sign. So mm, everyone's yes. really annoyed. Everyone's really annoyed because people are missing their stop because it says Burberry. <laughs> oh my God, I'd love to, I actually would love to go up there and have a look around. I've just been watching the Ashish show on um, it's Vogue World. Vogue World did uh, a few shows and they've got this lady who's probably, she looks like she's in her 80s, I think, taking, storming the catwalk, like leading the catwalk. And just oh, I think I saw that, yeah. Dressed in like really glittery. It's always very sort of sequiny, isn't it? Very sequin, like hot pink sequins. And it's just sort of that empowering thing. Because I think ageism is sort of, uh, obviously, it's one of the, the last the isms where they um, fit, everyone can just say you're old and no one cares. Do you know what I mean? It's like they get away with it a lot. So I like to see that kind of thing on the catwalk. Yeah, I just saw something on yeah. um, Instagram where they had a lot of plus size models. In fact, I think nearly, I think all of the models are plus size. Do you know what brand that was? I'll have to check it out. Um, no, but I might be able to have a look. <laughs> Shall I have a look what? right now? <laughs> have a look. Have a look while we're talking about my new hair that I that I don't like. <laughs> oh, tell us about your new hair. I, well, I've had it cut and I, I was always resisting it because it's sort of, sort of like, right, well, you get to a certain age and you cut your hair into a bob. And I was a bit, I don't want to do that. I actually wish I was Rapunzel. Like, I just look at other people and I'm like, I'm jealous of your cascading locks and I've actually even considered hair extensions you know not like towie like you know big sort of towie ones like I'm 25 I just mean for a bit of volume and length you know yeah. and then I had it cut and the I really liked it when he did it because it was all style and then the, the woman that owns the salon she was like let's go outside it's fabulous let's take a video and i did a video outside and all these school kids were walking past and I was really scared because it's like the local I thought they're all going to take the mickey out of me I was literally she was going go like this and I was like shaking my head around just looking like a fool the kids didn't even bat an eyelid because it's so normal you're invisible yeah, now you're so 50 normal. oh I'm invisible I forgot because I'm 50 I'm invisible <laughs> I've got my invisibility cloak so they just literally didn't even look and I was literally doing this but then she hasn't posted it on her Instagram, <laughs> <laughs> and that's made me really paranoid. <laughs> Why did you have it cut shorter then? Why hasn't she posted it? What's what's that about? So maybe maybe she's, got a, maybe she's got some more to post. Like she slots them in. Oh my god! I'm really deeply offended by that. I'm just like I just stood outside your shop and made myself look like a fool, and you're not even posting it. Why? Could she really? Maybe she's got a special over 50s day. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, I'll, I'll get used to it. But I did walk in the house and my son went, Oh my God, you look like something from the 80s. I was like, Is that good or bad? No. No, no, no. Hopefully, she'll post my uh, video at some point. Feeling yeah, look, the brand's called um, RCA Public Label. And it was all plus size models. Okay, RCA Public Label. Let's check that out. London Fashion yeah. Week. Thank you so much for coming on. The monthly mashup, ladies. And Thanks for having us. Yes, and I'll see you next yes. time to talk about everything that's going on around us, giving some tips, etc. Have a great week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Great chat there with my fellow stylists. I hope you found that interesting. Have you hit the follow button yet to follow this podcast? It's how you never miss an episode and it also really helps to support me and my small podcast. It's just the plus sign above my podcast in Apple or you can follow me on Spotify 
or wherever you get your podcast. If you get a moment, please leave me a review as well. I'd be so, so grateful. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and I'll see you next time.